tonight and say Lord Jesus we are grateful for your mercy for your grace for your love for everything you have done for us Lord we are grateful Father be thou be exalted in the name of Jesus thank you for your grace thank you for your blessing thank you for your love thank you for everything that you have done Lord we are grateful thank you Father in Jesus mighty name we have worship and so Father let tonight be a night of blessing a night of supernatural grace, a night of victory, a night that will give back to testimony. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Can we clap hands together for Jesus? Hallelujah. Praise God. Please be still. God bless you in Jesus' name. I want to welcome uh, Dr. Mr. Jurongwe and our husband back to church after some time. You are welcome, Ma. God bless you in Jesus' name. Okay, give her mic. Let's hear her voice. She shout hallelujah. Shout, say hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the King of glory. Hallelujah. Praise the most high God. Hallelujah. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you are powerfully welcome. I hope Prof has not gone to Bumashu again. <laughs> it is well. We are expecting uh, Yaibu. Where is Yaibu, brother? She's on her way. Okay, brother, me, okay, yeah, will shout hallelujah for us. Give uh, brother, me, Mike. <laughs> Today is Tastella's birthday, I guess. Abby? Wow, wow. What a wholesome God with our brother, me, shout seven hallelujah to shout hallelujah. That your wife is celebrating birthday today. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, now. Amen. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Happy birthday to you, sir. Happy, would you greet him now? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Every day of this month will be our day of thanksgiving because it's a month of victory, all round victory. And the shout of hallelujah will not cease in our midst in Jesus' name. It will not cease in your house in Jesus' name. You always have a reason to shout hallelujah. Okay, somebody shout hallelujah of victory. That is the shout we hear continuously in your ear this month in the name of Jesus. Nobody will sorrow with you in the name of Jesus. But we have a reason to celebrate with you in the name of Jesus. Every turn to your neighbor, you will shout hallelujah with me. You will rejoice with me. It is my month of all-round victory. I will sing hallelujah this month. If you believe, say the loudest, amen. amen. What a beautiful night we have. Bragwinga, you are welcome. I think we are winning you small by small. Oh yeah, come to the choir stand with your drum. Praise God. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. We are reading verse Samuel chapter 17, verse 50 to the end. Because this talk about the victory of David. And the Lord will give you victory too in the name of Jesus. You are not saying me very well. No? Say the Lord will give me victory too. Tell your neighbors as we are hearing about David. This month you will hear about me. In the name of Jesus. We are reading from verse 50 to the end. So David prevailed over the Philistine. With his link and with his stone, you also will prevail in the name of Jesus. And smote the Philistine and slew him, but there was no sword in, his, in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the sheet thereof and slew him and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. And the men of Israel and of Judah rose and shouted and shouted and pursued the Philistine until they come to the valley and to the gate of Ekron. And the wounded, wounded of the Philistine fell down by the way to Sharim, even unto Gad and unto Ekron. And the children of Israel returned from chasing after the Philistine and they spoiled their tent. You also spoiled your enemy's tent in Jesus' name. And David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem, but he put his armor in his tent. And when Saul saw David go forth against the Philistine, he said unto Abner, the captain of the host, Abner, whose son is this youth? And Abner said, As thy soul liveth, O king, I cannot tell. And the king said, Inquire thou whose son the stripling is. And as David returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, Abner took him and brought him before Saul, with the head of the Philistine in his hand. And Saul said to him, Whose son art thou? Thou young man. 
And David answered, I'm the son of thy servant, Jesse, the Bethlehem. Somebody say, Amen. I pray for somebody here tonight, your name will be recognized. Your name will not be ordinary in the land. When they mention you, you bring honor to your name and to the name of your father in the name of Jesus. You will not bring shame to your family. The kind of victory you are going to record will bring joy and glory to this church in the name of Jesus. It will also bring glory to your household in the name of Jesus. Anytime we talk about victory, we are talking about glory. Anytime we talk about victory, we are talking about other people giving you respect. You cannot attract what you have not achieved. A lot of people want respect without any victory. God wants you to be victorious so that you'll be happy in sharing part of his glory. God is always very happy when you achieve. He will give you power to do something and many people will still be thanking you for doing it. Realize it's God that is doing the work in you. God wants you to be victorious in life. He never wants you to be a victim. He wants you to be victorious. He wants you to win the battle of life and to come back with the head of the Philistine and with the sword of the Philistine and for people to sing in and to be thanking God for your God. And I believe that will be your story in Jesus' name. But you know before victory, there will always be battle. And before battle also, there will always be some obstacles. Victories are not cheap. Victories are not cheap. But it can be very, very easy when you have victory in Christ. That's why we are saying, thank be to God who has given us victory in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. What are the things that will help us to be victorious in life? Number one, you have to remove the label that the enemy has put upon you. Anytime you want to achieve anything, the devil will place a label upon you. Most of the de- label of the devil, they are discouraging. They are not things that will, 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 that will help you to aspire to do something very great. You can't fight a battle when the devil has put a label upon you. The moment David... The Bible says, his brother said to him, you are very proud. That's number one labor that he received. I note the pride of your hearts. You always put your eyes where they have not called you. I know that you are a non-entity. You are stupid. You can't do anything. People will call you name. Anytime you aspire to fight or to do something, some people will say that you are very proud. But don't mind them. It's because they cannot fight the battle. That's why they are insulting you. There will be label. Some people say well, you are insultive. Some will say that you are arrogant. Some say you are never good. That was the number one label that they put upon David. Number two label that David had was that he said he's too young to fight. He said the man you want to fight is a man of war. He's an experienced man. And you are too young. You are too small. You don't have what is required. You don't have anything to fight this man. You cannot do it. That's what he said to him. The label. And at a time when God is fighting a battle for you, some people also tag you a sinner. In John chapter 9, verses 1 and 2, they saw a man that was blind from his mother's womb. And they said to him, they said, look at you. Who sinned? Is it your father or your mother that you are like this? And Jesus said, remove that label. It's not because his father sinned. 
is not because he sinned, so that the work of God may made manifest in him. I must do the work of him that sent me when it is day. The night is coming when no man shall walk. Shall walk. You have to remove every negative labor that will prevent you from fighting your war. You have to remove every. La- you have to remove every labor. Yesterday they were supposed to bring some bread to Navdakovis, and they told me the way of each prices. So after they have put the labor, I asked them to bring the scale to the office. So I started measuring them one by one. I discussed some of them. First shot of the require grams. So when I called the navigator, I said, I can't bring it. They say, why? I said, the gram is too low. It's low. It's not up to the, to the gram each. So they say, okay, you can remove the label. And my wife said, why? I said, if I send them the bread, they will just eat it. Let me measure it here. They will ask me to reproduce again. There's no point sending it to them. I removed the label. And they called me this morning. Produce another label and represent. And I said, okay, I will represent. There are some labor that do not carry your weight. Remove the label. They don't carry what God has put inside you. They say you can't go far because of your background. Remove that label. That's not your identity. Put the label that God has inscribed your name upon. Don't wear an identity that will bring defeat to your life. Don't wear it there because you want to conform with people. Don't accept label that God has not placed upon you. Remember who God says you are. And always carry that identity that will guarantee victory in your life. Don't be a coward. Don't be somebody that you accept what everybody else is saying except what God is saying concerning your life. You cannot win any battle when you carry a negative label on your back. The label, the identity that you carry will determine how far you are going to go in life. Number one, remove every negative label of the enemy. This is very, very important. Because so many people have so much potentials. They do not realize it. They don't maximize it. Simply because they have accepted what everybody has said concerning them. Except what God says. Number one, be mindful of the labor that you carry. You have to identify with Christ. You have to identify with the identity that Christ has given you. I don't know what came upon David, but there's something unusual about him that other people refuse to see. He was young. There's no doubt about it when it comes to age. But there are so many things that God has given to him. Now, we may not see what God has given to you, but you definitely know what God has put inside you. If there's any label or wrong identity that the devil is putting at your back, remove it. I'm not what Satan called me. I'm not what my neighbor called me. I'm not even what my friend called me. I am who God says I am. Come on, shout hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor. Say, I know my identity. I know who I am. I am who God says I am. You know, one of the things that made Jesus to move in, an, in a dynamic ministry in life was in John chapter 10, verse 35. He said, God has said, you are God. And you want to stone me because I say I'm a son of God. He said, if we call them God, unto whom the scripture came, and the scripture cannot be broken, how do you say that I blaspheme when I say I'm a son of God? Introduce God to us as his father. And he constantly referred to himself as a son of God. Nobody has ever heard that before. 
It was an identity problem that made the Jews to hate him. People can hate you, but it doesn't matter. Your victory is more important than the opinion of people. Are you hearing me now? So I know who I am. I am the son of God. I'm going to do exploit in the mighty name of Jesus. I carry the identity of Christ in my body. I cannot be defeated in the mighty name of Jesus. Are you saying amen very well? Stop making yourself acceptable. Remove every negative label around your life and move forward. No matter what the enemy is planning against you. Praise the Lord. Okay. Number two thing that is important for victory is your exposure in Christ. God intentionally will allow you to experience some things so that you can use it to fight the next battle. God intentionally will allow you to fight some battle. God intentionally will allow you to have a strange experience that other people will not know. You can be a farmer. You can be a hunter. You can be a teacher. But there are some things that God will give you to experience so that in the battles of life, things can be very easy for you. People will not know it. But we expose you to some things so that fighting your war in future will be very easy. In fact, there are some of you now, what you are going through is just an experience for the next phase of your life. So stop complaining. Stop arguing. Every exposure, every experience is an instrument for the next warfare. Even where you have cried, God is giving you a message. Where you thought you have suffered losses, God is actually preparing you for the next victory. And you always win in the mighty name of Jesus. Look at the story of David. He was in the jungle taking, his father, taking care of his father's sheep and a lion came up against him. Who expects a lion against a shepherd boy? He was the only boy in the feed. The brothers were not there and the lion came up against him. He looked, took the challenge, ran after the lion, killed the lion, God gave him an exposure. When he saw the lion, he did not run. He said, I grabbed the lion by his beard. I tore the lion and I took the sheep out of his mouth. He said, there was a time also a bear came up against me. I fought the bear. And I said to myself, nothing must die in my hand. I fought the lion and the bear all alone in the jungle. And first Samuel chapter 17 Verse 26 says, The same Lord that was with me against a lion and a bear, he will also fight this in my battle for me. And I must be honest with you. I know some of you must have gone through some things this year. The same God that was with you in January, he will be with you this month. The same God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same God that gave you testimony in February, he will give you another testimony this November. The same God that fought your battle in the month of March, he will give you another victory in the month of November. The same God that was with you in April, that same God will give you another victory in this month of November. You have gone through a lot in life because God was preparing you for the battle and for victory that is ahead. Your experiences, your exposure to warfare, your difficult moments, the battle that you have fought, the loneliness that you have lived, even when nobody was around you, was to prepare you for the battle ahead. So all those exposures, the guarantee experience, those experiences help you to fight your battle. So you are not a novice. You may be young, inexperienced, 
But yet, God has exposed you to so many things that will help you to fight your battle. So don't say, why me? Because God is not unrighteous. He will not allow you to face something that is bigger than you. Your exposure of the past is enough to fight the battles ahead. You will not lose the next battle in the name of Jesus. Turn to your neighbor say, God has prepared me. I can't hear you very well. Say, I am destined to win. I'm going to win the next battle. I will shout this out of victory. I will not lose the warfare. I will come back and share my testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Whether my enemy like it or not, in the name of Jesus. Come on, shout hallelujah. That was the confidence of David. And that's why we love his story today. He did not just come up against Goliath. He came up against Goliath with the exposure and the experience that God has given him. There are some things that God has given you. Don't throw it into the dustbin. Don't say this battle is different. It is true, Goliath and Lion, they are not the same. But they look similar. The Lion wants to kill him. Goliath wants to kill him. They are all out to destroy him. But David know how to deal with Lion and the Bear. And he said, this Goliath will be like one of them. If it is not a lion, it must be a bear. God is faithful. Let me say again, say God is faithful. Say loud and clear, say God is faithful. Say it again, say God is faithful. I know I'm going to win the war in the mighty name of Jesus. Say the loudest, amen. Say the loudest, amen. Okay, we are talking about strategy in the life of David for victory. Number one, remove every negative labor. Don't carry negative labor into the warfare. Remove every ne- negative labor will create fear. Positive labor will create confidence. You don't need negative labor in this month of November. Carry positive labor. You are who God says you are. Not what man says you are. And number two, treasure those experiences, testimonies, and exposures. Don't let it go. Keep saying it. Because those experiences and exposure will guarantee the next victory. Okay, number three, which is also very important. What you say concerning Jesus, what you feel or think concerning Jesus that you are serving and his word. John chapter 9 verse 27, I have told you before. I have explained everything to you. I have told you that Jesus that healed me He's a holy man, he's a good man, and you do not want to hear me. That was a man that I never said Jesus. He was healed of blindness. And he said, that Jesus that saved you is not of God. Because he does not obey the Sabbath law. But the man said, whether he obey the Sabbath law, or he doesn't obey the Sabbath law, he's a prophet. They call his parent. What do you say about Jesus? They said, no, the man is of age. Let him speak for himself. When you're alone, what do you think about Jesus? Do you consider him faithful? Do you consider me as almighty? Do you consider him as a loving God, as a loving father? Do you consider him as a good rewarder of people that serve him or that seek him or see Christianity as a religion? What is your personal opinion about God? If somebody should question you about God, what you say about God will determine your belief towards him. That's what determines your belief system. 
That will determine your knowledge, your biases about God. Your personal opinion. Anytime I'm preaching, is it that I'm reinforcing what you believe? Or I'm trying to uproot some of the negative things that you believe about Christ? And invariably, that will determine your attitude towards Christ. This God that we are serving himself, we don't even know where he is. Whether he's hearing or he doesn't hear. This God that we are serving himself, we don't even know. They're just boboing us. There is nothing there. Your personal opinion about Christ will determine whether you are going to follow him to the end or you are going to stop halfway. Your personal opinion about God. Look at Goliath. Goliath challenged David. You are coming against me. It's a stick and a stone. Am I a dog? I will kill you. I will cut off your head. I will, you say, I'm not coming against you with a stick. I'm coming against you in the name of the God of Israel that you have defied. That same God, the God of Israel, will kill you today. I will cut off your head. I will give your body to the best of the air and to the animal in the field. And all Israel will know that the Lord does not save by sword and by spear. He did not even say only. I was thinking we put only. That the Lord does not save by sword and spear only. I said, where is the only? He said, no. The Lord does not save by sword and by spear. All Israel will believe that there is God in Israel. That's his personal opinion. You can't go to the warfare without having a personal opinion about the God that is backing you. Otherwise, you run away. Anytime there's a little gra-gra, you just speak your race. I thought God would help me, but it's not helping me. Sorry, I've changed my mind. What is your personal opinion about God? Your belief must pass that of religion. Must pass off the fact that we are forcing you. There will be something that you believe about God. The Bible says those who that come to God must believe that God exists. That means there are some people that come to God, yet they don't believe that God exists. There are some people that are clapping hands with us, praying with us, take holy communion with us, but they don't believe there is God. They leave this environment. Oh, they are another thing entirely. Those people that come to God must believe that God exists, number one. Number two, and that God is a rewarder of them that seek him. That is personal opinion. What do you think inside? What is your opinion about God? What do you feel about him? These are the things that guarantee victory in life. What do you think about this God? I know you carry the Holy Ghost. I know you speak in tongue. I know you read the Bible. I know you know so many things about God. But when you are thinking about God for yourself, who do you think this God is? Who is the man that healed you? I don't know. Where is he? I cannot tell. Then who is he? I know he's a prophet. They try to convince him until they push him out of the temple because of his personal opinion about Christ. And I don't want to grow up and begin to tell Muslims, that we are serving the same God. There are some people, because of the association with uh, the other people, they say God is the same. That's your opinion. My own God is not the same. My God is Jesus Christ. My God is different. My God died for me on the cross. I am crucified with him. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. The life that I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who died for me. And gave himself for me. And I do not frustrate the grace of God. Because righteousness comes through the cross. 
Are you hearing me tonight? You have to develop to form a personal opinion about God. Because anytime you need them to pray or you are crying to help, what you are thinking about him will determine what you are asking from him. This month of November will be your month of victory. All around victory. Your thought towards God must be based on knowledge. This is the God that I serve. He cannot fail me. He's a faithful God. He's a holy God. He's not a wicked God. He cannot send evil message to me. I know the thought that he thinks towards me. They are good thoughts and not of evil. He will give me my expected end. I know whom I believe. He will never do evil. God is good. All the time he is good. He's a faithful God. So that when something is happening, you say it is the devil it is, or it is God that is trying to teach you a lesson. God does not use sickness to teach me a lesson. He doesn't. He does not use evil to tempt me. What I heard about him that he told me, he said, if you men being evil, know how to give good gifts to their children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to them people, to those people that love him? And God will give you good gifts in the name of Jesus. What is your opinion, your personal thought towards God? We determine how far you are willing to fight the battle of life. Because those are the things that will keep you going. And I pray that you never fail in Jesus' name. I also pray that you will not fall in the name of Jesus. Your personal belief about God will keep you going. And we give you victory in life in the name of Jesus. What do you think when somebody says, let us join hands together to pray? What do you think? Do you know there is a God... That says, we are two or three shall gather in my name. I'll be there in their midst. What do you think when somebody says, come? I think we can talk about God concerning this. Do you believe that God has a hear that hears prayer? What do you think when you are pressed to the wall? And you look left, you look right, you look front. There was nobody around you. Do you remember the word that says, I will never leave you nor forsake you? That you should not fear. Your personal thought about God will determine your victory in life. When Goliath yelled and shouted, people ran away. When David heard the shouting of Goliath and Goliath was running towards him, the Bible said David made haste and ran towards Goliath. There was actually something in his hand that is bigger than stone. I don't believe it was the stone and the rubber that he was using. He carried a heart. That is so positive about God that made him to run towards the problem. We are people who are running away. He was running towards the battle. He said, I'm coming to you with the God of Israel. I'm not alone. And I pray you never be alone in the name of Jesus. In your journey in life, you will not be alone. In this month of November, you will not be alone. In December, you will never be alone. When you are praying, you will not be alone. In your room, you will not be alone. It doesn't matter how dark the darkest hour may be. You will never be alone. In the mighty name of Jesus. He was conscious of the God that is backing him up. So he could run towards Goliath. He ran towards him. He's a 17 year old boy. There's something inside him. Something inside him. Something inside him. The body boy told us his story some years ago. He said he was invited to come and preach in a village. And the elders in the town decided to come with their bony dress. He said, there's one thing that they normally, they put it normally wear. He said, red or jar or something. They'll put it on their 
on their soldier, like all those Babala who you see in film. He said, and they decided to sit in the front. Then he changed his message. And was talking about the mightiness of God. The power of God. How the power of God is above all the powers of the heart. He was preaching about the power of God. And now God is above all, all the other gods of the land. And he was preaching. And when he finished preaching, he said, if you want to give your life to Christ, you can come up. The only wolf, the town, was the first person to come out. And all the other wolves and the people, they came out to give their life to him. He asked them to need them. Then he prayed for them. Then one of the elders in the town asked the man, why do you decide to give your life to Christ? He said, when you see a young boy say that his God is mightier than all the other God, you better surrender yourself to his God. He said, that's why we came out. I was supposing he came out like this and he was apologetic. Try not to offend them. No soul will be won that day. But God was talking about the mightiness of God. People that have the opinion that are coming to intimidate him with their God. They surrender their God to Jesus Christ. You can't talk as somebody that is willing to please other people. You must come with your own mind, with your own opinion about Christ. Because that is what guarantees victory. And you never lose any battle again in Jesus' name. Let's stand up on our feet. And let's begin to thank him for the kind of victory that is ahead. Let's thank him because of who he is in our life. Let's thank him for the victory he has given us in the past. The exposures, the testimony. When we are, we are alone, now he help us. Let's begin to appreciate him tonight and say, Lord, I want to thank you. I want to bless your name because you are faithful. The Bible says, faithful is he that called thee. Who also will do it? Let's thank him for his mercy. Let's thank him for his grace. I know there was a time you were sick and you thought you were going to die. But God rescued you. That was an exposure of his faithfulness. Go ahead and thank him and say, Lord, I'm grateful for how you have kept me alive. There was a time you were nearly involved in a mortal accident. God rescued you. Go ahead and thank him for the exposure and the experience. The same God that was with you through those trials, he will be with you in all your journeys. Go ahead and thank him. There was a time you were alone and you prayed to him. You thought it's over, but the Lord rescued you and gave you victory. Go ahead and thank him for the exposure. I thought it was going to be over, but you rescue me, you deliver me. I cry to you and you help me. Thank him for those exposures and say, Lord, I'm very grateful. I know you're a good God. I know you're a loving father. I know what you have planned for me. They are thought of good and not of evil. Go ahead and thank him for those experiences. If there's anything you are going through now, the same God that was with you then will be with you now. The month of November will be a month of victory. Whole round victory in the mighty name of Jesus. He has been with you and he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Go ahead and thank him and thank him again and again for all those exposures. You say, but it was a bitter experience. But yet God was taking you through something that will guarantee victory in the journey of life. Father, I thank you for all that I've gone through, all that I've passed through, all the disappointment, all the appointment, all the exposures, all the opportunity, every disappointment I've had in the past. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I worship you. Thank you, Lord, for those exposures. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Please raise your right hand to heaven. Say, every negative label that is put on my name, Father, I tear them away. In the mighty name of Jesus, 
every negative neighbor that is put in my mind, I remove them in the name of Jesus. Every negative neighbor, maybe as a result of my background, or as a result of my certificate, Lord, I remove it in the name of Jesus. Every negative labor that will not give me confidence in life, Lord, I remove. Let's remove every negative labor. Impression that reveals to go. Impression of failure. Impression of he luck. Impression of I can never do well. Impression of can I ever make it? Will people ever know me? Can I ever get out of poverty? How can I ever make it in life? Every negative labor that the enemy has pasted on my body, I remove it in the name of Jesus. As a result of my background, as a result of my history, every negative labor that will not allow me to maximize my potential, I cancel it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every limitation placed on my name, placed on me, I cancel them totally. I tear it to pieces. In the name of go ahead and we to pray those prayers. Every limitation. Ah, you are a salary Anna. You are this. You are a teacher. You are from this. You are from that. You can never rise above this. Every limitation that is placed on my name. Ah, because you are a pastor. Because you are a civil servant. Because you are handing salary. Because you can never do well. Every limitation. Label of limitation. Place upon my life. I tear them into pieces. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every limitation that is placed upon me. I break every yoke of limitation I can do. I will march forward in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and confess those things. And confess those things. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. We have two more prayers to pray. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, I know God. I know he's faithful. I know the one that I believe. I know it is well with me. This is my month of victory. I believe God is on my side. Go ahead and confess your personal opinion about him. What do you think God is? What's your belief about God? I know my God is faithful. He can never abandon me. He will not leave me alone. I know I will succeed. I will have victory. Please open your mouth and say your opinion. Let the devil be ashamed. I know the God that I serve. I will not die prematurely. He cannot bring me thus far. And not allow me to die prematurely. I will hear the fruit of my labor. I will see my children's children. In the mighty name of Jesus. God is on my side. He's a faithful God. No evil can befall me. God is watching me. Because the one that is watching over me. Neither sleep nor sleep. If you like you can say it. Don't allow your enemy to prevail. You are of age. You can speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. I am victorious in Christ. I am victorious in Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead and speak against the head of the Philistine. The Philistine is talking. He said you will not see the end of this year. Tell him lie lie. You are too small. No arrow form against me shall prosper. I will come and share testimony by December. I will have testimony by January. In the mighty name of Jesus. My life is hidden in Christ. Nobody can kill me before my time. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will enjoy glory upon glory. In the precious name of Jesus. Open your mouth and say it. I will not die before my time. I will not die young. 
the one that is keeping me will keep me and watch me. I will have testimony upon testimony. Celebration will not cease in my house. Go ahead and say it. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayer. Alright, somebody said, what is the thing that gave David's stone force to enter the head of the Goliath? And we discover it was the confession. Behind everything you do is the faith that you are using to do it. Why do I say this? There was a, a king that ran to a man of God and said, Oh, the host of Israel, Father, you are dying. What should I do? He said, Take the arrows of the Lord deliverance and begin to strike the ground. And he smote the ground three times. And the king was annoyed with him, wrought with him. He said, Why do you do it three times? He said, I thought I was just playing. He said, You are not playing. That is the arrows of the Lord's deliverance. He said, If you have done it several times, you have defeated your enemy completely. But because you have done it only three times, you will defeat them three times, but they will come back and they will defeat you. So we know it is not what you do that matters most of the time. It is the heart, your belief in what you are doing that determines how you are going to hit the ground and what you are going to do. I can speak something, but if you don't believe it, you will not say it well. You will not even do it well. I can tell you, by sweeping the ground, you have victory. If you believe it, you will sweep it with joy and dancing. But if you don't believe it, you sweep small. Ah, if God wants to save me by sweeping, is this not enough? That's what we are going to say. But when your heart is there and you believe it, you will do whatever you are doing diligently. Let's say for instance, in the night, God appeared to you that if you come to church early today, I will reward you and bless you abundantly. You'll be the first one to come. Even when nobody's here, you'll be dancing. Because maybe you had a dream. God has told you something concerning coming early. That is a personal opinion. That will determine the weight behind everything that you do. The more the conviction, the better the action behind it. When David was speaking, there's a strong conviction behind his word. And that was why the stone could go far and kill Goliath. What you are saying before God is important. The so you have to speak to yourself. Not that I'm speaking mouth, word into your mouth. You have something that you are saying. And most of the time, God is just watching when you are saying it. Like in Numbers chapter 14, verse 28, as I hear them speak in my hearing, that's what I shall do unto them. God was watching. When they were talking, God did not interrupt. But when they finished, God said, whatever you have said, that's the final opinion. They said, no, 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 we are sorry. He said, no, no, that is your heart. That's what you are going to have. So your heart and your conviction is important. Raise your right hand to heaven. Let's confess all around victory. We still pray one more prayer. All around victory. All around victory is my portion this month. I will have testimony this month. This is November. Our month of all around victory. Victory in my home. Victory in my journey. Victory everywhere I go. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will have testimony of victory. We have suffered setback. It is my month of victory. Victory in the name of Jesus. Answers to my prayer. Open your mouth and confess it. I will have victory in Jesus' name. Go ahead. I give you one more minute to say those words. Then we are going to pray one more prayer. And we take the communion together. Hallelujah. Go ahead and say those words. All and victory. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Can you just say amen? amen. Can you say another amen? amen? Okay. The last prayer we are going to pray tonight. In your hand, this year, nothing shall die. In your camp, there shall be no loss. 
in the name of Jesus. At the end of December, I will count everybody and will be complete. No barrier ceremony. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Nobody is qualified to die. In the name of Jesus. In my family, there shall be no barrier. No evil news. This is November. Last but one. No evil news in my family. In the name of Jesus. I will not be carriers of evil news. That Lord will keep everything that belongs to me. No accident. No disaster. Peace all my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. That is all and victory. No loss. No loss. David said there was no loss. No loss. There shall be no loss in this camp. In this church. No death. In the name of Jesus. Victory and victory and victory. We enter December with this victory. In the mighty name of Jesus. December shall be our season of thanksgiving. There shall be no loss in this church in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. We receive all round victory. I say again, all round victory. I say again, all round victory. I declare all round victory. I say all round victory to every family in the name of Jesus. Every family represented here enjoy victory. There shall be no loss in your camp. No one will be missing. It's our month of victory. There shall be no loss. Nobody among us will become a victim. All of us are victors in the name of Jesus. As we take Holy Communion, we say there shall be no loss. All round victory in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Yeah.